The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan! And also we have Mr. B.N.E., the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters, put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans, we give you a reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving, if he's pushing Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge. Fourth season, Phoenix alone, showing them how it's done, we're on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Hey, hey, thank you everybody for listening. Once again, I know I've been out for a minute, weeks, months. Everybody's been wondering where we're at. My man B&E is out there teaching the kids. He's at uh, ASU Prep. I know I don't know if he's going to call in today, but I definitely appreciate everybody for holding on tight. I'm your host of the show, Mark McMillan. My man in the middle's not here. Got a special guest in, Michelle from Philly. It's all the people from Philly. If you want to call in, say what's up. And I got my son is over there trying to be cool today. He says he's going to get on the mic. I don't know if he's really going to get on the mic, but he's over there trying to be hardcore this morning. <laughs> I got him out of school a little early. Uh, I don't want to put him on blast, but uh, he's got a little swag to him already. Now, I picked my boy up, and, you know, we jump in the ride. I just want to get that off the top. We jump in the ride, and he's got all these little girls running to the gate, like, telling them bye. So I got to try to kind of put the foot down right now. He's over here blushing. He's not going to really say nothing. You should see the smile on his face right now. So all the little girls, if you're out there at school, do not call us to the show because he is off limits right now. His focus is is athletic, so I just want to get that out there. So I know uh, Anthony Padilla will be calling in from Las Vegas. My man is out there performing. He'll be calling in. He's got a new show coming out uh, that'll be on cable that he's real excited about. Uh, my man Ray Ellis, he'll be joining us up a little later. We'll be hitting upon the NFL and hitting on the college sports and about the stipend that they're trying to give these young men. So. I know a lot of people are probably like, what kind of stipend? Should they get paid or should they not get paid? But that's the question. So if you want to call into the show, 888-346-9144, I'll be taking your calls. And I did post up on my Facebook. For the third caller that calls into the show, I'll give away a $25 gift card to Best Buy. So the number to call in is 888-346-9144. So my son is off limits. Michelle, you can't call. (laughs) Because you guys are already in the studio, so that doesn't count. So definitely uh, excited about what's going on now. Michelle, she has a lot going on in the Valley. Now, your story is definitely unique uh, in, the, in the sport of boxing. Um, man, we got a caller on hold already. We're going to get back. <laughs> you the, you're, not the, you're not the third one, though. Kevin, Kevin, you out there? Uh, I was trying to get in touch with Mark McMillan. Uh, this is Mark McMillan. How you doing, Kevin Patton? What's going on, brother-in-law? Hey, I'm doing good, man. I definitely appreciate you calling in. Hey, I just hit you up. I seen it on Facebook, so I'm on my way back to Lancaster, and I thought I'd give you a call, man. Hey, man, I definitely appreciate it, uh, Lancaster. Uh, that's, a, that's a nice little drive right there. 
Oh, yeah, man. I just want you to stay blessed up and everything and keep God first, man. All right. Definitely appreciate it, man. I'll be back at the crib uh, in a couple of weeks. And everybody already know when I come back to the crib, I always stay at mom's house. And I'm still still under her rule. So when the street lights come on, I still go in the house. Hey, when you get there, tell mom to give me a call because, you know, I'll be down there preaching down there in November. They got me coming down there. Wait, where are you going to be preaching at? Um, I'm going to be preaching at Lily, Go- Lily Grove Full Gospel Baptist Church on uh, be bringing Easter Easter sermon on the twentieth of uh, November. Oh, twentieth of November, the Easter man. You don't you already yeah. know this. You I know mean, the excuse me, not Easter, not Easter. I mean uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Sorry. I'm going to say, man, Easter. You're a little late with the Easter eggs. Oh uh, man, they got me going so much. They they called me for a revival in February. Oh, that's what's up. So, so you'll be teaching. You'll be, doing, you'll be teaching on Turkey I, Day. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be talking about. Uh, how good God is, and then thank you for all what he's been doing for us. Hey, that's what's up, man. I definitely appreciate you calling in. That's my man from way back. Yeah, way back. I'll talk <laughs> to you, man. All right, definitely appreciate you calling in, Kev. Be blessed. All right. That's my man, Kevin. This guy knew me since I was, like, seven, eight years old, way back in, in the streets of L.A., back in Cali. What year was that? <sighs> I don't even know what year was that. Look at my son. He's trying to. He's actually trying to compute it in his head. He's like, because he's always trying to call me old. But then I had to rough him up at the house and let him know who's really in boss, who's the boss and who's in charge. But I want to get back to Michelle and what her story uh, met her through a young man named Dwayne, who I've been uh, friends with for a couple of years here in the Valley. Um, So we kind of linked up and been going back and forth and what she's got going on. I'm definitely excited about what she's doing in the Valley and for a female to be holding it down like she's doing it in the sport of boxing is definitely a plus. So let everybody know what you got going on. in the valley, and then I'll get back to Anthony because he's trying to keep trying to get on hold too. Well, I just want to let everybody know what you have going on, and then you had your fights uh, last week, uh, last Friday night, which was very successful. Yeah, this this year I started promoting boxing. As you said earlier, I'm from Philly, which is a huge, huge fight city. Been living in Phoenix for seven years. Uh, boxing took a big dive for all types of reasons: um, immigration laws, corruption, things going on in the commission that just weren't right. And so I just kind of got fed up but just with going to some shows over the years and trying to help manage a couple of boxers. And I thought, well, I'll just try to put my own shows on. And that's what I'm doing. So let everybody know, I know I met uh, one of your fighters, uh, Melio, who I, oh, I really like, kind of took to the young man as well. Very humble, um, very proud of his own roots and as well as his, as well as his heritage uh, and Equally funny as his dad. His dad is <laughs> D time. Yeah, his we, dad is funny. <laughs> yeah, we call Emilio uh, Milo time. His dad is D time. Uh, Milio is half Mexican, half Puerto Rican, and he reps it so proudly. And he also brings out the American flag with him when he comes out. He is charismatic. He's talented. He's personable. He's humble. Um, everyone just loves him, and I know that he's going to go really far. That's what's up. And I'll be right there on the. Uh on the ringside, cheering, throwing up my coconut water. I got to give him a shout-out, too. One coconut to my homegirl, Lucy. That's my PR. So definitely appreciate all the things that they do. Keep me hydrated. Got to give them that little love, that little shout-out. So the, what was the crowd like last Friday at, at the venue? How many people did you guys have out there? Uh, we probably had close to about 1,000. Uh, we did have standing room only. It was phenomenal. It was exciting. Everybody was full of energy. Um the, the, I thought the roof was going to blow off. I mean, it gets so loud in there. Everybody was on their feet. 
all the fights went the distance, which is beautiful. You know, my matchmaker did a great job by matching up the fights equally. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody really got their money's worth, and they got to see seven great fights. Seven fights. And I'm, I'm still a little sad that I missed it. Obviously, I was on the <laughs> road doing my other job, uh, working with Junior Rank Sports. Uh, I get on to, I'll get into that a little later. I'm ex- excited about what we got going on as well, but I'm definitely going to hit on that. But uh, I, I was kind of a little salty about missing that fight. That was the first one. We like we we just met. Yeah, you, you should invited have been. me out there. Yeah. Everybody said the fights was great. Uh, so and I like boxing. Like I said, you know, playing in Philly, uh, going to the Blue Horizon. I know people oh. out there knows about the Blue. Kind of kind of wore on me. It's almost like uh, playing with the Eagles. Kind of wears on you. And people kind of say I still act a little crazy, but I blame it on the people from Philly. So. <laughs> Whatever. I, just, I can't blame it on my mama. So, mom, I ain't gonna talk about my mama. So, mom, if you're out there listening, I just want to give you a shout out too. And uh, I'll be back home. And thank you for all the good cooking. So, everybody that's out there listening and looking at my Facebook pictures, I learned how to cook from my mama. So, y'all can get off my back. That's what's up. I got my man Anthony Padilla on hold. Anthony, you out there? What's up, man? What's going on, buddy? Not much. Good to talk to you. Oh man, definitely. Uh, good to have you on. Obviously, uh, it kind of worked out, kind of, kind of right. You know, we got the big rivalry game this week. Yeah, it's it all worked out perfectly, man. This is, I've been waiting for this call for months. <laughs> I, I know you. Uh, you, you bleed blue. I, yes, you, you already know. I'm, I'm, I will not say that that team's name. I would just say that team in Texas. Come on, you know you want to. I would just say that team in Texas that wears the little twinkle star on the side of their helmet. Oh, but man, uh, pretty attentive form of football. It's going, it's going down. It's going down. So I know uh, you got a lot of stuff going on in, in Las Vegas. Once again, let everybody know where you're playing at, your show date, because, uh, you know, I always uh, throw it out there for Twitter. So if anybody's in the area, make sure to come check out your show. Yeah, yeah. And I always appreciate that, man. I actually, um, you know, I was working with Louie Anderson for the past year, uh, for 10 months, and I just stopped out a month ago just to start doing some other bigger things. So now I'm actually, I'm at the Rio every Sunday through Thursday. Um, Showtime is 7.30, and I perform with Geechee Guy, who was on America's Got Talent this year, and then also uh, Wheels Parisi, who works with Andrew Dice Clay for the last 20-plus years. Um, and then weekends, I'm kind of all over. Between Louis at Palace Station and Big Al's Comedy Club at the Orleans, I kind of bounce around. So, um, yeah, wherever I'm at, though, anytime, again, you put it on Twitter. So anytime people want to come check it out, all they have to do is hit me up on Facebook or Twitter, and I'll set them up for tickets as long as they mention you. That's what's up. That's my man. And you, so yeah. you, you uh, Dice Man? What's that? You, you performing with the Dice Man? Yeah, uh, sometimes, yeah. Hickory, yeah, Wheels, Hick- Wheels Hickory. worked with him for, well, he still does, but he drops through sometimes and performs at our shows. Yeah, so. I see that. I see that on Twitter every now and then and Facebook. That's my man, Hickory Dickory Doc, man. Yeah, man, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a little surreal when that dude drops by to do a set, you know? Yeah, I seen him uh, years ago when I was in Philly. I was like, man, you got to go check out this man, Dice Man. And I seen his show. I was like, this dude is funny. Yeah, he's real good, man, and he hasn't changed. And he's, you know, now he's, he's working on new stuff to, like, he's made a, a comeback. So, is he still smoking a cigarette? Like he's just like going out of style. All right, let me let me tell you this, man. Like, when a comic goes on stage, they know how much time they're doing. You know what I mean? Like five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes, whatever. He doesn't do that at all. He goes up, um, <laughs> and the amount of time he spends on stage is based on the amount of cigarettes that he's gonna smoke. So he'll go up. For, he'll be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'll be up there for five cigarettes." That's how he works it out. So yeah, he's still putting them down. So he's the man. If he can go up there and just be like, "Yo, I want to smoke six cigarettes, six cigarettes, and that's it." Y'all don't like it? I yeah. know. I know he can use some bleep bleep words. I can't say that because I got kids listening. But yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> that's it, man. So however long it takes him to smoke five, ten, whatever it is he wants to smoke, 
That's how long he'll be up there. And what you got going on? I know you hit me up earlier about the uh, the TV show. What, what is that about? Yeah, I'm actually um, the TV show American Restoration, which is on the History Channel. Um, Rick Dale is the owner of it. You know, they're the guys that work with Pawn Stars and redo all of their work with who refurbish everything. Pawn Stars. <laughs> I thought you said uh, the, never mind. I thought you said porn stars at first. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, man! I got to yeah, cover up my that'd son's be, ears. That'd be a different kind of restoration. Man. Yeah, that's 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 more like some restitution right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, this guy this guy fixes stuff up, but it's not those girls. So, oh, okay, okay. I mean, it's Vegas, but they, there's some other stuff going on here. And I was so about what they to do is, yeah. you know, people take them stuff and they fix it up or whatever, and then they revalue it. And uh, so I'm on there trying to trying to buy something so it's a it's surfing las vegas is the episode and when, so, is, when is it air and what what uh what station is going to be on tonight it airs on the history channel and i believe it's nine o'clock uh but it's based on local listings so i'm not sure exactly because i know there's two new episodes tonight um and then after tonight after that episode it'll be between a and e lifetime and the history channel for like the next couple of months so oh, plenty man. of chances to catch it man that's what's up man ask congratulations man i know Thanks. uh yeah, from people, man, I know people that known you way before I've known you, but we've always uh, kept a good relationship, good friendship. Actually, lived down the street from each other, didn't even know it. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, you know, from going from your shows, from just like little sports bars, to you know, to the improv, and now to Vegas, man, you're definitely definitely uh, being blessed, man. And like I said, man, from the first time I I've heard you to to my, to your last show, man, it's, it's like you had me crying. I was like. Thanks, man. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's very surreal and a blessing indeed. Yeah, you know, so, so. I, I don't take any of this for granted, and I perform seven nights a week out here, so I, uh, yeah, I, I'm proud about that. I'm proud to say that, but I understand the significance of it for sure. Man, seven nights a week. So, what's the days again you perform? Uh, Sunday through Thursday at the Rio, um, and it's it's the comedy club at the Rio inside the King's Room. Okay. And uh, and then Friday Saturdays kind of bounce all over between the Orleans Palace Station, the Royal Resort, and a couple others. So uh, the best thing to do usually is just to try to find me on Facebook or Twitter because I'll always post if I'm going somewhere different. So. Okay, yeah, I got a, I got a buddy of mine, man. Uh, he's a boxer. He's down there in uh, Vegas right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him to hit you up, man. And uh, he's, yeah, on, he's, no on, he's, on, he's on Twitter as well. Uh, so he can go down there and get a couple of laughs. Good dude, too. Of course, man. Absolutely. Now, I think... Like, I kind of feel like because the Cowboys, and I have a hard time with that word, but America's team, the Cowboys. I just, I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> is playing that, that team from Philly on Sunday. I think we should make some kind of, I mean, I'm in Vegas, man. How do we not make a wager on this game? Well, well, you know, uh, what, what, I don't know what you want to be. I know that team in Texas is known for what? Steers and, uh, I can't even say the other word, but, uh, <laughs> and, and steaks. And yeah. uh, it, we can put a we can put a little dinner on it. We can put a dinner on it. Uh, some wings. Uh, what, what? Make it light on yourself because I'm very confident that my boys is going to you know take care of business. Man, I think all of the above. As long dinner, as they have wings, Tanya drinks. As long as they have Tanya Romo back there quarterbacking, we're good. Oh man, it's like that. All right, you know what? Just for that, <laughs> I think we're going to involve your listeners somehow. I think uh, I'm just so confident, man. I think we need to put something where. When Philly loses on Sunday, your listeners get to reap the benefits somehow. So I don't know if that means that when they come to the show, they get drinks on Mighty Mouse or what. But we need to work something out with this. Well, you know, you know, half of uh, Arizona is uh, cowboy fans, so I, I can't have I can't have the whole uh, body oh, oak. Uh, come coming, on, man! Half of the my... country is Dallas fans because they're brainwashed. They're brainwashed. 
They don't you know, know any better. They don't know I, any I better. Think, <laughs> I, think, I think what people would love the most is if your avatar picture on Twitter and Facebook is you rocking a Cowboys jersey. I a Romo jersey, as a matter of fact. I think that would be the ultimate. That's free. That's, that's, that, that'll be a doormat. That's free. We, we, you, you pick those up from the uh, from the ninety nine cent store. That's that's not a problem. But, but Romo, you know, we'll, we'll wager we'll wage something like that. I don't know if I can ever step back in Philly if they ever see that on my avatar. But uh, I don't think so either, man. Yeah, yeah, that that might be a little steep, man. That might be a little. Steep. I'll, I'll wear a hat. I'll take a picture in a hat. But uh, I don't, I'm not gonna. I can't wear uh, Tanya's uh, jersey. I can't do that. Oh man, that's like taking that's like taking uh, kryptonite from Superman. That's true. That. You can't do that. That's, that's that's his cape. Well, you know, you can borrow mine. I've got two Romo jerseys. <laughs> Home man away, so I don't mind. All right, it's going down, man. I wish you was in town, man. We're having a a, a little a little deal at uh, Morton Steakhouse, uh, but man, uh, Mike, if you're out there listening, I won't say what time because I don't want everybody just showing up. Yeah. That's one. They don't even know which one we're going to be at, but I'm going to be at one of them, and I'm be you know out there with a lot of Eagle fans. I know a couple of Cowboy fans have hit me up with it, but. And those guys are getting a little kind of heated. You know, a lot of people say, you know, since you play, but that was like, that was like blood. And well, I still, sure. That's and I still a, don't that's like a them. huge game, man. Yeah, it's a big game. Uh, it's a big division game. Uh, you know, obviously the Dallas Cowboys can run the ball really good. Uh, a record-breaking day for my man. Uh, I'm not even going to say his name because I don't like to even give him no credit. But uh, he had okay. a re- good, good, good game. Obviously the Eagles are having trouble stopping the run. So it, it'll be pretty interesting to see. Uh, as far as the mentality goes, as far as the quarterbacks, um, I gotta give Mike the edge. You know, uh, obviously uh, Romo is Romo's Romo. I know you. I know every time you guys suited up, you guys are probably like, "What is he gonna do today?" Yeah, well, it'd be nice if we knew if the offensive line was gonna hold up every week. Well, we have that same problem in Philly as well. So uh, Mike is definitely feeling the wrath. Uh, he's like hitting the ground every. Snap. Yeah, that guy's getting beat up this year, man. Yeah, that guy's that guy's paying his dues every week. Well, he's, well, he's getting played a hundred million dollars, so he's he's not complaining about that. That's true. So he's got a hundred mi- million reasons to uh, get back up. Yes, sir. <laughs> so I definitely appreciate you calling in, man. Give everybody uh, what's what's the uh, information again to hear the show as well as what you're performing at. Yeah, uh, every Sunday through Thursday, comedy club at the Rio in the King's Room, and uh, seven thirty. There might be a, a second show added as well, but. That's it right now, five nights a week. And then Friday and Saturday, the Orleans, Louis Anderson Theater, Palace Station, um, a couple other places. And I will be back in Arizona November 17th. Oh, November 17th. Okay. At Stand Up Live. November 17th. If I'm in town, man, you already know I'm definitely coming out to support you, man. You always look out cool. for me. So Yeah, and that's a Thursday night, so uh, I'm glad I thought about this. Anybody that comes to that show, I'll set up with, with free tickets as well. So that's Stand Up Live is a new comedy club in Phoenix. Um, it's a 600 seat venue, gorgeous theater, and uh, so I'll set up as many free tickets as people want for for that November 17th show. That's my man. He be looking out. That's my guy right there. Always, man. man. You know I got you. All right, I appreciate it, man. That's my man Anthony Padilla. You can also follow him on Twitter at Padilla Comedy as well. Uh, he's out there in Vegas doing his thing with Louie and my man Andrew Dice Clay. If I come to if I come to Vegas, I got to meet the Dice man. Yeah, man, we'll get out here. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta meet the dice man. So, uh, take care, man. I definitely appreciate you, uh, calling in and cool, I'll see you in November. Awesome. I uh, actually, I think I'll talk to you on Sunday, man. I'll oh, talk to you throughout the game. I'm oh, pretty sure that's going down. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll be on, we'll be on Twitter and Facebook going at it. Cool. All right, man. All right, appreciate, appreciate it. it. All, right. All right, we got another caller on hold. I got, well, we got Albert. Is Albert out there? Then we got Carlos. He like lined up. <laughs> Albert, you out there? 
Yo, 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 what's up, man? What's going on? This is Albert, man. I want to talk some Manny Pacquiao and Juan Manuel Marquez, man. That's oh. what I want to talk about. Okay, we'll talk about some boxing then. What you want to talk about? I, I got the Pac-Man. I go Pac-Man. That's me. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I like the Pac-Man. Look, listen, man. That fight's not going to go past six rounds. The Pac-Man's just going to go in and, you know, I, I think you're dead on with that. You know, taking the Pac-Man, I think he's going to go in and gobble up Marquez and spit him out. I mean, Marquez could, you know, couldn't drink enough urine, man, to help him out. You know what I mean? And Marquez has been talking a lot of trash, too, this time. This is kind of like, I don't know if he's uh, trying to hype the fight up. You don't have to, actually, you don't have to fight, hype up a, a Pacquiao fight because people are going to watch and people are going to come out and tune in as well. But for Marquez to be talking as much smack as he is, like, <laughs> like you know. Well, listen, listen, man, Marquez, you know, really feels in his heart that, um, that he's got Manny's number, you know, because, you know, the two earlier fights are just very close and, and he really believes that that's the way to beat Pacquiao. We, you know, which is true, you know, you gotta back up Pacquiao, which I think, um, that's why if that fight ever happens, which I don't think it will with, you know, Mayweather and Pacquiao, I think if Mayweather, you know, who's, uh, been a little bit more aggressive, you know, um, within his most two recent fights, you know, he comes forward and if you press Pacquiao, he can't fight moving backwards. You know, it's been, it's been proven, you know, I mean, um, I thought Miguel Cotto was going to be able to press him and, you know, take him into deep waters and drown him. Don't go there, uh, Albert. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you, you, you know what it is, Michelle. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was going to say, don't you think that Marquez had Pacquiao's number? Like, I think he had it. Rates. Yeah, man, he had it, rates, man, but it, it's not the same, man. Right. It's not the same anymore. It, it, it ain't the 130-pound Pacquiao who, you know, only fighting with one arm back then. Yeah. You know, now he's he's a little bit more complete. I mean, he's still a little bit sloppy here and there. He has his, you know, he goes into shades where, you know, he's able to not really pick his shots off. Yeah. And, right, and, but I mean. And even, oh, you know, man. forget what he did to Mosley. I mean, what he did to Margarito, you, you know, know man, it's like. Man, you know, me, me and my man from, you know, back east, you know, um, bread. We talk about this, and we call, we call, we say that Manny Pacquiao comes to the ring with the freaking shovel. <laughs> this guy, I mean, you look at his run, you look at Ricky Hatton, right? I mean, he just, just destroyed Ricky Hatton with just one shot, put him to sleep. I've never seen Miguel Cotto and Shane Mosley just go into retreat mode yeah. when facing Pacquiao. I mean, these are men who are used to coming forward and they press you. And there, you know, there's no retreat. But Manny Pacquiao forced Manny Pac, you know, he forced the Galcoto and Shane Mosley to go into retreat mode. Well, and I and, mean, and I agree, surrender. and I agree. I think Pacquiao's going to win easily. You know, if it does go past four or six rounds, and Albert is usually always right. I mean, his predictions are usually right on point. Um, he writes for ArizonaFrontRow.com. Um, he predicted the Mayweather knockout, and well, he's usually dead on. So I usually I usually go with Albert on that. But we are actually having the official fight viewing at the Tilted Kilt downtown on 2nd Street and Jackson, or 2nd Street oh, and Jefferson. Yeah, that's going to be live. Man. Yeah. That's going to be really live. Yeah. I mean, last time you had people waiting outside wanting to get in, looking through the window, man. That's yeah, crazy. we had... I ain't waiting outside. Yeah, well, you better get there early. The <laughs> place the I'm place was packed outside. by 4.30. And, and again, it was the mayweather Victorities fight. However, people love Manny. He's a Filipino sensation. Um, I believe that the Tilted Kilt will get just as packed, just as quick. And I ain't waiting in nobody's line either. <laughs> 
That's, yeah, man. I mean, you got to get there early. Hey, Albert, have you talked to Victor Ortiz lately? I know you talked to so many different boxers. You know, um, I reached out to his manager. Last I heard, he was in L.A., and he's out what? there trying to, you know, look into different ventures for different businesses. Yeah, I saw him on TMZ today, and he oh, yeah. he has taken his $2 million, and he is opening up taco chains. I'm like, how original is that? That's like, he likes to take oh, risks. I mean, like, there's not enough taco chains in California. Oh. Chips and salsa. That's what I'm talking about. I let you go. Yeah, man. He was about. on TMZ. Taco Friday. Oh, man. I got to see it. that. Yes. So. I, I definitely appreciate you calling in, man. We got a couple more callers that we got going on there. So uh, make sure you continue to call in. I definitely appreciate your support as well. Thanks, Albert. Absolutely. All right. You guys take care. Thanks. All right. So we got, who is it? Carlos? Is Carlos still out there? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on, my man? Nothing much. Michelle told me to call up. <laughs> oh, hello, Carlos from Michelle. Told you to call up. Yeah. I think he wanted to be the third caller. I don't know if he is. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you actually, <laughs> but it's all good. Actually, number two. Oh. Do I so? Thanks. Well, anyway, I guess I don't win the con. I guess I don't win it, but but I think I give you Pacquiao pound. will knock him out in third round. It's kind of a boring fight. So third round. Yep. He's on special vitamins now. Before, when he fought him earlier, he was vitamins. a lot smaller. Yeah, he's not a, strong. He, he's been on special vitamins for a while. That's why you think uh, Mayweather is kind of like, oh, I don't know yet. Exactly. exactly. May, Mayweather too busy uh, beating up on his uh, security guards. Yeah, but you know Mayweather, you know he takes that Mountain Dew, right, Carlos? Exactly. Marquez, but well, Marquez is drinking that urine, so I don't know. It might be a close. Might be close. I will give you more powers. Well, he can't be drinking that urine if if they drinking uh, tequila. <laughs> or some Corona. He better. You got to drink some. Uh, you got some OD or something. Some forty ounce. It, it looks the same. It probably tastes the same too. <laughs> hey, I definitely appreciate you calling in, man. All right, man. All right. Good day. All right, da Danny. Danny, you're out there. D time. Hey, D time. What's going on, man? <laughs> I'm still trying to win that cooler. Hey, uh, Michelle said I was gonna win. <laughs> hey, you're the third caller, man. You get the twenty five dollar gift card from Best Buy, man. All right. Uh what I'm talking about. This is the first time I win something. <laughs> yeah, definitely appreciate so you calling in, no, man. There's no uh, coupons for uh, ice cream? <laughs> no. That's on Michelle. Michelle's got that. Okay. Michelle's right. got that. I, I, can, I can get you a CD or, you know, you know, some headphones from Best Buy. I can get okay. you a $25 gift card, but uh, you, you already Nothing know. Nothing from Rancho, huh? Nothing from Rancho? Okay. Hey, no, no, we definitely going to hit up the market now. <laughs> We definitely do that, man. Yeah, yeah, we definitely hitting up the market, you know. Uh, <laughs> this weekend, man. To make, we'll make it a we'll make it a whole day. Well, for people that yeah. don't know, Danny is Emilio's father and manager. So that's who's on the line right now. Um and Danny has been so supportive of me in my journey when everyone kinda turned their backs and didn't believe that a Latina woman that's not from here could step up and do boxing. He he had my back from day one. And his son is spectacular and they've been a pleasure to work with. Oh, man, Michelle does a beautiful job with my son. I can't, I can't ask for any more. Every time I ask for something, she does it. And I, when I don't ask, she does it anyway. <laughs> well, shoot, make sure we keep asking for that ice cream, though. <laughs> that, that's true. That's another one. Yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely, man, like I said, uh, I was talking about your son and, and how uh, humble he is. And uh, meeting you for the first time as well, uh, when we all met over Michelle's house, man, I definitely appreciate uh, you guys opening up to me and, uh, you know, just, just treating me like I was just a uh, regular guy as well. 
um, that's just me, man. What you see is what you get. We had a good time. Uh, uh, definitely looking forward forward to seeing you guys again, man. I'm sorry I missed the fight, but I'll definitely uh, keep up with you, keep up with your son. So I like what you guys are doing. Uh, so everybody out there that's listening, man, this this is a stand-up guy, a father that's behind his son 100% and who's doing it the right way. So, um, and I, I see nothing but good things coming from your son, man, because, uh, you know, obviously – uh, with you and Michelle helping this young man out uh, and, and keeping him on the on the right path is definitely going to pay off in the long run as well. Yes, I mean that's one thing. Like I said, Michelle has really helped me out with a lot. I mean, I she does she does everything. She, that's the real manager right there. I mean, I I'm just a father. I mean, I just I, I look good by. Yeah, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes me look good. So, no, but uh, yeah, I mean, Mark, it was. Man, it was awesome to meet you. I mean, you're good people. Uh, you're part of Milo time too, man. I, I, I guess I'll be I'll be the brother. I'll be the brother Milo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, man, I hope everybody goes out to the to the party, the fight party. That's gonna be really good. Yeah, if I'm a good fight, yeah. I think it's gonna go twelve rounds. You t- so we got we got seven, we got three. You say twelve? Huh? Did I lose you? Did you hang up? He lost service. Only happens in the desert. He's probably on the south side. I, <laughs> I hope he's all right. I hope he didn't get you know. He have it, but it's uh, you know he knows oh. how to fight him. Yeah, it's going to be uh, you know compared to those first two fights, man. There definitely been wars. Um, yeah. I hope I hope it goes a distance. You know, we need yeah. to see a fight that goes a distance for good boxing. Obviously, uh, shoot, it took us. We ate our pizzas and wings last last time uh, faster than the Hopkins fight you, last. You know, week. I read I read on the internet that that fight only had about forty thousand buys, and I was one of those people that bought the Hopkins fight. <laughs> but but we had a really good time. So what I'm telling people is, you know. They have been disappointed. The Mayweather fight was disappointing. They spent $60. They spent another $60 on the Hopkins fight. Come to the Tilted Kill downtown. We will be showing the Pacquiao Marquez 3 fight. Everybody can have a good time. Save your money and come to the Tilted Kill and have a good time. And the waitresses is not that bad either. And Emilio will be there and D-Time will be there. Be time in the house. <laughs> Be time. Hey, man, I definitely appreciate you calling in. I'll, I'll uh, make sure I get that uh, that gift card to you. Uh, we can't use it at the ranch market, though. Dang. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, man, I definitely appreciate you All calling right, you in. Guys, take care, guys. Bye. Right. That's my man. He won the gift card. Man. That's good. That's good for me. He said he never won anything. Yeah. I'll say he calls in. He wins a gift card. So we got to get the gift card. Zay, that's $25 coming out of your allowance. How do you like that? Oh, you should see fair. the scrown on his face. You want to say something? Get on the mic. That's what I thought. You know what? Now, we're going to take this quick break in about one minute. But uh, definitely appreciate everybody calling in. I got, like, notes over here like crazy from my man Anthony. Uh, my man Danny D-Time just won a $25 gift card. Uh, I might just go out on a limb. I just might just. Should I give away another one, Zay? Give away what? Zay, should I give away another? What should I give away? What should I give away? I got to give away something. An eagle picture. An eagle picture? All right. If an Eagle fan is out there listening, because I, I don't want I don't want a Cowboy fan out there, because they'll probably throw darts at it. So my son said the next caller that calls in, I'll give away a free autograph Eagles picture. So we're gonna take this uh, quick little intermission. I gotta get uh, a little bit of water, my one coconut water. Gotta give them that plug, because they always keep me hydrated. So keep it on lock. You listen to Hard Hitting Radio on VoiceAmericaSports.com.
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you think that all of the generic financial information you get every day is hard to navigate? You need to tune in to Duffy's Financial Playbook. Every weekend, Andreas Duffy will help you filter out this information and turn it into wisdom that you can really use. Be informed about the financial decisions you're about to make instead of just blindly making decisions. Andre's connections in the business and professional sports world will help you so you don't need to worry about your financial success. Tune in to Duffy's Financial Playbook, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to Mark at MarkMcMillanSports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. All right, let's take a little brief intermission. We should heard the conversation that was going on uh, at this little brief intermission. I was called a hater because my son is getting a little love at the school with all the little girls. I don't know why they wanted to say it. Michelle called me a hater. What's up with that? <laughs> I mean, you were hating on him a little bit. Yeah, I think, was, I think you know, he was getting all this attention at school. I think you remember how you used to get all that love and attention from all the girls. Oh, you still you do. no love with that <laughs> girly Carol. Oh, see, now you want to come out. Now you want to talk about my girl. Now you want to talk about my girl. Now you want to talk about. Now you want to. Now you want to hit me on the pinky toe. We can go blow for blow. So what time is the game tonight? It's my son. What time is game time? Seven. Seven o'clock. What you gonna do tonight? How many points? Can we predict this right now? At least twelve. Oh my God! He's going for twelve. That's so, good. So you already know this is on tape. So you already know this is on tape. I'm okay with that. All right. So everybody heard it here live. My man said he's going for 12 points tonight. So when we get home, he's already drinking his one coconut water. So it's going down. We got a caller on hold. We got a special caller. Young lady, would you like to say hello? Hi. Hello. Who's this? My name is Jasmine. Hello, Jasmine. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. That's my daughter. That's my daughter calling in. <laughs> you should see your brother over here. He's like cheesing right now. I can hear him. I was like, oh, he sounds thrown. <laughs> oh, that's my dog in the background. 
<laughs> we got it all going on. I got, the, I got, it's a I got family the, affair. I got the dog in the background. I got my daughter on. I got my son on. That's how I do, man. I got, I give every, I spread the love in the family. I don't hold back. So what do you want to tell your brother? I know you got to go to work. Don't tell everybody where you work at because I ain't trying to have no. I ain't trying to beat nobody up and come jack nobody up because they don't need to know all that. Oh man, I just wanted to say hi because oh. my brother decided to leave without saying good morning. So just call and check on him. Before it was like eight o'clock when we left. <laughs> but you didn't say hi or okay. goodbye. I had to go to school. Okay, so yeah, this is this is this is how it goes down at home, right here. This is how it goes down at home. So I definitely appreciate you calling in, young lady. Uh, you did not win the twenty five dollar gift card, but you <laughs> did win uh, seven uh, seventeen years of free food. And uh, we definitely appreciate that. Uh, my pockets are 17 years a little lighter, but uh, make sure you uh, have a good day at work, and I'll see you later. Thanks. All right. Bye, guys. All right. I got my man Ray Ellis on the on the line. I know we are talking about uh, the stipend. Now, that's what's, what's up with that? Now, we, we talked about that, like, the last couple of years about players getting paid, like, in college, and then they throw us a little, uh, I ain't going to say a bone. I think they're trying to make us mad. That's, that, that's <laughs> all that was. That was just to make us mad, Mac. You, you know, it really is embarrassing. It, it really, truly is embarrassing. But I know there's some people who are going to say, well, something's better than nothing. Right. In this case, no, that's not true. That, And what I want to know is I would like to know who was there to represent the players. Who decided that $2,000 is what you needed? And Some the, old guy just I, never never strapped on a jack, jock strap. Some dude just like... And those whole, those kinds of decisions, I just, you know, when you look at it and you look at the value, because I, I think I posted something on Facebook, and, and somebody said that actually the player's value is, is more along the lines of hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know? Uh, and, and listen, Big Brother... Big Brother NFL is really your mentor. It's not like you can't look to Big Brother to give you a formula that would work because right. Big Brother is, is is in the big business. It's established. And so you are you do everything <laughs> else according to what Big Brother says. Yeah. You know, I yeah. want the Big Brother kind of smacked a couple guys from Ohio State <laughs> on the hand. So you know, so so Big Brother has a formula for that could figure it out for you if you can't. And Big Brother is you know Big Brother. I think they did start paying two thousand dollars. Jim Brown them back in the day got less than two thousand dollars. That you know. For training camp. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right. So, uh, but, but Jim, obviously, man, he's probably one of those guys, you know, Bill Russell, those guys, you know, those are guys that are looking to say, hey, listen, there was a system that was in place that, you know, we stood up for that wasn't right. And, and we felt that there are players out there should be compensated because it's business. Let's, let's call it what it is. It's, it's a job. It, it's entertainment. Right. It's business. You can't tell me that those people watching baseball last night. Oh, that was off the chain. That was entertainment, yeah, too. That- <laughs> you know, that was entertainment. It was a sport, but it was entertainment. You know, watching the University of Virginia against Miami last night. Shout out to my man, Dom Joseph, and Minifield. That was inter- I like Minifield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> entertaining. You know, and and that was millions of people were watching, and millions of dollars were being made. So let's just be fair. Let's let's not insult the guys. Two thousand dollars, that's less than two hundred dollars a month. You break that's fifty dollars a week. That ain't enough. No, that it's still enough. not enough. That ain't enough. And yeah. I don't know how much. What's how much the parking? If you want to park at the University of Alabama for a year, Shh, a, parking, a lot. A parking pass probably costs two thousand dollars. A lot. And all the guys got cars, <laughs> so they probably got a lot of tickets, like I got back in the day. <laughs> you know? Yeah, a lot of tickets. And Ohio State probably looking for me for my tickets too, because I I didn't. Pay well, you that. didn't put it out there right now. 
So they already know where to find you at. Well, listen, they're trying to tow my car. They're trying to tow my car. I got in front of my car. I'm like, no, you ain't towing my car. You're not towing my car. They wrote it down on record. Ray would not let us tow his car. No, you're not towing my car. So that old ticket person that was back in the day, if you're Ooh. out there listening, Ray Ellis is here in Phoenix. Ooh, that was, that was a tough one, man. Uh, come on. Can you imagine being in practice and look, and they towing your car? And Nick... Making jokes about it. Yo, man, Nick Saban, making jokes. Well, I, we didn't have cars back in, in college, so I don't know what you oh, got, what kind of program y'all was running over man. there. We didn't, we just, we just walked. You heard me say Nick, right? We, we walked. So, so, so <laughs> Nick understood the value of a dollar and, and how to get a little bit more. He'd go from assistant coach to, to coordinator to head coach. So figure that out for the young guys. Figure out how they could get a little and, bit more. And I, I was, uh, Talking to uh, Kwame and all those guys. Obviously, uh, Kwame's the uh, head guy for our, our, our organization now. So big ups to him. Alumni Association. Yeah. Here. And then uh, just talking about uh, the pension, uh, talking about the 401k, talking about uh, the workman's comp, and just how long it takes people to uh, to actually receive that. Uh, it took me over two years. Is to, that right? Yeah, it took me over two years. Some guys take longer. But for you to continue to get, like, I was getting letters, like, all the time, denied, denied, denied. Like, who is that guy out there just saying, like, <laughs> that's his job. That's his job to say denied, denied. That's his job. Oh, and there's, you know, you got tons of guys out there. Uh, you know, it took Byron, man, like four or five years, and his career was ended yes. on the field, and they were still telling him he's okay. Well, again, you know, it's one of those situations Whereas, if they don't have to, if it's not mandated, and even when it's mandated, they're going to put up a fight. You know, I've gone, I'm going through some of that myself now, you know, denial, denial, denial. <laughs> and, and here's the thing about it, Mark. You know, Mac, if somebody is not a strong enough person, has enough fight in them, they'll give up. Right. And if they'll give up, then they won't get what they're deserving of because I'm telling you, you know, the body break down every day. It's hard for me to get up off the couch, bro. <laughs> Don't let me get I, on the floor. If I'm on the floor, I'm, sl- I'm <laughs> sleeping there all night. So I ain't getting up all and night. And you guys, you know, we kind of, obviously, we played in an era that was uh, real football that I like physical. to call it now. Physical. But when you guys were playing, it was even it was even more physical. Well, you know, I, I retired in 89, Mac, and, and your rookie year was what year? 91. Was 91. So two years later. But, you know, I mean, the reality of it is. It was violent. And you, you, you have a problem with my frat brother, but I love him. But he looked at you, and he just thought that the game was a t- too big of a game for you. He couldn't measure your heart, but just looking at your size. And we talking about Ozzie Newsom now, you know. Uh, I, I know you, but but the fact of the matter, he couldn't measure your heart. But right. he, Ozzie knew how physical. He knew there was three hundred pound guards coming around the corner trying to take you out. And it's like, man, I know, I, I know you're trying to you're trying to cover it up. I like I say, if I see Ozzie, obviously you know, uh, much I, I love, look, I, yeah, respect. I look up, yeah, I look up to him. Uh, Alabama great, Hall of Fame tight end for the Cleveland Browns. I have nothing but uh, respect for him. Obviously, uh, you know, I, I looked at the James Drew story uh, the other day just about those other teams that didn't draft me. So I took it personal against those other teams. And every time I played against a, uh, another team, people always wonder, like, uh, they call me a dirty player. They said I talk too much. But I just took it out on those people uh, because they passed up on me. So I'm sure you can you vouch for that when you know when you get. Oh yeah, and it's not and it's not personal, but it's not personal, but it is personal. Right. You know, it, it, it's it's something that it's hard. You know, like 
for somebody to say, well, you, you shouldn't take it personal. It, it happened to me. I was sitting right there, you know, in that spot. He could have taken me. Yeah. But but you make him pay for it. You know, and so they look back oh, on it. I? And I, that happened to me a, a few times as well. I mean, I went next to the last person in the draft. So I couldn't wait till I got there. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I'm taking it out on everybody. You know, I got a lot of people to take it out on. You know, And so. that's, you know, like I said, we talk about uh, the mentality. Obviously, you playing in the dog pound, uh, playing with the Eagles, two teams that was known for defense and, like, took no prisoners. Like I said, when you mentioned Dixon and uh, Minifield uh, and all those guys, that's who the, that's the guys I was watching. Those are the guys I was like, man, I want to be like those dudes, undersized. But when they got up in those dudes' face, it was it was Jam City. And, and I talked to the young man, Dom Joseph, uh, you know, because I mentored him in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He's from Philadelphia. And, and, and I always brought it to his attention about Hanford and Manny and, mm-hmm. and you guys in Philadelphia, you know. And that's why it's hard for me. When I watched the Philadelphia Eagles this year, Mac, you know, we, it's, we it's, did something. It's hard. We, we, we <laughs> build something special when it comes to the Eagles secondary mm-hmm. and their line defense, period. Right. We handled our business. And, and, and to see them to, you know, suffer the way they've been suffering with the new football game. You know, it's a yeah. new football game that they're trying to adjust to. And Andy says it's going to take them a little bit of time. But they got to have it right this weekend when they go up against the Cowboys. Because they can score. And Ta- it's a division game. Tony Romo, now here's the thing about it. You know, Tanya. Tanya. <laughs> you, you sound like Skip. I didn't say that. I didn't say that, Skip. You know. But, but the fact of the matter is that you know, the man plays the game a little bit different than Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow produces probably, you know, the, let's go with the political thing. Tim Tebow produces 1% of the time, but then 1% of the time, he wins the game. Right. Romo produces 99% of the time, but the 1% of the time he messes up, he, he loses the game. the game. Yeah, he costs the game. <laughs> so, so what do you want to do? You want to win the game. Yeah. So I guess the Cowboy people would prefer to have Tim Tebow than to have Tony Romo, because if you get it wrong 99% of the time, just when it's time to get it right to win the game, go win the game for us. I'm hoping that Tim Tebow... Uh, it gets better, you know, because you want to see everybody do better. But, right. but but for Tony Romo this weekend, you know, we we got to bring the heat on him, man. We, yeah. we just got to bring it to him. The, uh, for 60 minutes. The whole game. Like for 60 minutes. It ain't over. You know, an Eagles-Cowboy game ain't ever over. I mean, some, y'all, y'all had a couple body bag games that it was over from the start. But, yeah. yeah. But still, <laughs> you want to keep punishing them. You know, it's like, okay, we, we it's clock, there's some time on the clock. Take him out, too. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> when we were down, when we were down in Dallas, they made sure they kept their starters in. They were trying to. Take Randall's head off for to the clock red zero zero. We was like, damn. We was like, well, that's that mentality. So funny you say that about you know they kept their starters in pro football with the exception of this was so embarrassing. When you take somebody out of pro football because you just got too many points on the board, that doesn't happen. Drew Brees got taken out of the game yeah. because they were killing the coach. Now that doesn't and pro football if you don't start. It ain't when there's four minutes left in the game that you put the second team in. You don't do that in pro football. You know, I, I just, I'm feeling embarrassed a little bit for the Indianapolis coach. And oh. I only brought that up because you what, said, the, take him out. They're sucking for luck right now. Suck for luck. <laughs> That's what they're doing right now. They're and, trying to get Andrew Luck. But you and I also, let's go there, Matt. You know, there's some players on the team right now that I'm playing for myself. I ain't playing for to lose no game so we can get somebody else to make us better. I can make us better. Let me go do what I got to do. That's uh, And they, they opposed that question. If Peyton Manning was healthy, and obviously, you you see the effect of him controlling that organization from his standpoint about drafting quarterbacks and bringing them in. If he's healthy, I'm I'm, I'm guaranteed he's not bringing in uh, Andrew Luck. Well, you you okay? That 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 is a follow up to the Phil Sims comment. And Mac, let me just say this: you and I know this. This Hall of Famers have been traded. 
Hall of Fame. They trying to run Doc out of Philadelphia. Okay, right. Dr. J. Right. Listen, Joe Montana didn't finish with the 49ers. You know, there are some other great players that didn't, Jerry Rice? didn't finish with the 49ers. Right. So, no, Peyton Manning's not calling no shots like that. You think he ain't? No, no. you can't. That just will not happen. That's Indianapolis. It, it, well, yeah, we know a little bit about this. <laughs> when Mike he, Tyson when know about men. When it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to, to, to Roy. Roy told, Roy told me about uh, that, too. You know? So don't, Roy's like, man, we got a golf tournament, man. It? But Peyton's cool. You're right. He got it, he got it locked down. Maybe he can coach, you know, but while he's playing, he can't call those, he can't make those decisions. Well, I, hopefully, uh, I'm not going to say hopefully he doesn't play. I do want to see him play because he is good for the game. But uh, I, think he's, I, think he's, I think it's open, Mac. For, for the neck. If yeah, he, yeah, yeah, that's. Don't play with the, you can't yeah. play with the neck, man. He got kids. <laughs> Yeah, if be, you want to play like your son, no. If he want to be able to throw the ball with his son and have fun with his son. I wonder if he have problems getting his workman's comp. He probably get his as soon as he retired. They probably give him his check once at his retirement speech. He sh- okay, well let me just say this: he should have been collecting workers' comp this year instead of getting a paycheck, because right. his neck was hurt. We know that yeah. before he got the money. You're right. But he get the money. And he still got broke and, off. Ooh. No wonder he's sitting there with his earpiece saying, "Like I'm chilling, still doing direct TV commercials." He looked happy to me. He's great. <laughs> and of course, all is good. <laughs> He going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, all know? is good in Indy. Oh, yeah. All is good in Indy. Yes, so shoot. everybody's talking about Mike Vick getting a hundred mil, and you know he'll, he'll throw an interception. Everybody's like, "Boo!" But God dang, I understand Peyton won a Super Bowl, but he's out. Yeah, Peyton. Listen, you know you sit in the studio every week with your teammate, who was one of the best linebackers that ever stepped on the field. Certainly, one of them for the Philadelphia Eagles. And when he injured his knee, I'm sorry, there was no contract for you to receive. Zero. That was a wrap. In his, but but that year, as that year started off, we knew the B and E was gonna get paid. He's about to break. Like he said, he they was backing up the Brinks truck. See, <laughs> he was getting ready to get paid. I mean, some record numbers the way he was playing ball. Yeah. And and the knee went out. And we didn't win another game after that. Peyton, that's your Peyton Manning. Yeah, he was he was our Peyton Manning. A lot of people, you know, I, I, everybody say, "Oh, you're always jerking his chain because your boy." I saw it, man. I was a fan at that time. <laughs> I saw the game. I paid for tickets. I was in the end zone, yeah, but I, I paid. I witnessed it. I'm telling you. And I like the B and E was bringing the heat. Yeah, I always, uh, my son. We always talk about it. Obviously, when he, you know, people talk about me or if I talk about myself, he's like, whatever. But then when Randall or Byron uh, kind of tell him, it kind of hits home a little bit better. But. I always talk about Byron and the way our defense played, uh, which was the top in NFL for years. And if Byron didn't make that call, our defense didn't go. And he never made it to the Pro Bowl. Everybody else around him was making it to the Pro Bowl. But he just wasn't making it to the Pro Bowl. But when we played opponents, they knew. That the, he the, was knocking people. They no doubt about <laughs> it. You, you knew where Byron Evans was at when you going to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Ain't no doubt about it. I mean, Byron just, you know, and the Pro Bowl, you know, I got my own opinion about the Pro Bowl. You yeah, know how that was. I got back, that too. Because, you know, back too. in the day, the way we did it, the sheet come out and we all stand around <laughs> about who we go. Man, don't vote for him. Don't yeah, vote yeah, yeah. That's, that, that was just ridiculous. And that, I knew they wouldn't vote for you me because everybody's like, man, that, that dude talked yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but, he dirty. <laughs> so, Byron, you know, is one of those things where he's moved on with his life. Right. But, but certainly, you know, that is a great example to look at Byron Evans and what happened to him. And, and the team wasn't willing to invest in him and see if he recovered. No. Laurie was like, no, nah, we out. We but, they, but they invested in Peyton and his chances of recovery. After a couple neck injuries, not one, a couple surgeries, this wasn't his first. He's had a couple. 
Mm. Yeah. One of those things like Arsenio said me going, mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't even, I'm not even going to throw the, the card out. I know it's hard hitting radio, but I ain't going to even throw <laughs> no, it out. No, don't throw the card Yeah, I ain't, ain't going to throw it out. No, there, it ain't I know we're talking about Indy and yeah, Philly. Yeah, yeah, well, but it wasn't about Philly because the people in Philly, they were, they were like, they were nuts when, you know, when they didn't sign Byron back. And it was like, that next year when I was there, basically I felt like I was playing by myself because he was, he was that guy. He was that guy that, that mentored me. Obviously I, I had a bigger role, uh, we had Kirk Havaya and Romanowski and all those guys, but we definitely, uh, missed my man B&E. And congratulations to my man Eric Allen, who's going into the, uh, Ring of Honor, uh, this Sunday. Oh, uh, is it this week? They yeah, yeah. Day. EA's gonna be going in. Uh, that's my guy. Uh, another mentor. Like I say, everything I know, uh, everything I've learned was from Eric. He was on the other side. Uh, definitely got me a lot of work, but uh, my man EA, his wife Lynn, his sons, they all be in Philadelphia, and they're going to honor him at halftime. So uh, honor well-deserved. You can always check my man out on ESPN doing the, uh, the NFL highlights as well. So my man EA, if you're out there listening, uh, I know you're in Philly. I hope you got your jacket. I heard it's supposed to be snowing, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's supposed to be snowing. Yeah. They're, yeah. Ca- they're calling for six inches of snow in Philly tomorrow. Wow. Six wow. inches. And we're supposed to be going. Uh, I know I didn't have, really have time with uh, what I'm working with, Junior Rank Sports. So obviously, you can catch our All-American game. That will be January 3rd here in Phoenix, Arizona on CBS Sports. And I think we're going to be going to Philly uh, for either the Bears game or the Cardinals game. And we're going to be honoring those high school All-Americans at halftime on the field. And now you guys are telling me it's getting ready to snow already. Oh, it's, you know, it can snow in Philly anytime, man. But, but one thing about Philadelphia <laughs> is different than the Midwest is it can snow in a couple of days or, you know, the sun will come out and it'll melt. But for the Cowboys, I'm glad it's snowing. <laughs> I'm glad. Come on. You're right. And it's at nighttime, That's too, right. so it's going to be real cold. That's right. They're going to be thinking about the snow. Make sure, hey. I hope Dallas, they throw snowballs. Snow, oh, you throw know the snowballs. Throw yeah. the, but that's, that's, that, that, that's not that mentality, yeah, though. Yeah. We, well, we don't have that mentality anymore. No, they don't have that. Swag. The fans got to change now. The fans change. The game has changed. The fans change. I would say uh, the fans ain't gonna never change. They're, those are one thing about them. They're we gonna don't have keep a 100. Se- but listen, we don't have a seven hundred level. See, that anymore. was a different. That, yeah, was, that was more like a Maury yeah. Jerry type Ooh, crowd up man. there. That was they used to go hard, man. It, you know, I, every time you know, obviously, when you if you look at tapes. When guys made plays, they didn't point to like the lower level. Everybody always pointed to the 700 level, and it was like nuts. You could see people flying off, getting thrown <laughs> off the off the balcony. <laughs> so it, it was, you know, for people in the 700 level. If I got any 700 level listener out there, I give you two signed autograph pictures. Just email me. All you gotta do is say 700. S- yeah, 700, you said, you man. Know, 700. Yeah, man. And that, like I said, it was a mix between. What you saying, that Matt? Seven hundred. Seven hundred. <laughs> and what I remember growing up in Philly, watching the Eagles, was those were the glory days oh, when, yeah. of the Eagles. And I remember a couple years ago, whenever they demolished the vet, I actually was standing there watching it crumble, and it was kind of, it was so sad. Wow. I'm like, that, are those you were there? The, the, I was standing on the bridge. I was watching oh, wow. it. A lot, I, of, it just, a lot of memories. Poof. Yeah. And I just remember them being the glory days. I mean. Phew. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing like it. Nothing like it. It's one of those stadiums that you know. It's a lot of history in those stadiums. Yeah. You know, there's, there's. A, I mean, even when they, when Yankee Stadium was torn down, you know, it's a lot of history. I know? never got a chance to go to me it. either. I, I, you know, it's like bucket list, man. We didn't get it done. You're right. You, you, you know, <laughs> we didn't get it done. We Time don't it. wait on nobody. You're Time right. Is not you're right. Wait. No, and no. and I, I was talking to my man Kerry Good uh, from Alabama. He played in the league as well. Tickets right now for the upper level for the uh, LSU Auburn uh, LSU Alabama game eight hundred dollars a piece. Eight hundred dollars. I was going to go to the game. Obviously, I made a couple calls. See if I can pull a couple of strings. 
because I know my son wants to go. He's never been to a Alabama game, and he's always heard about the history. But uh, was l- looking at Wilbon, he was like, "That was it's like uh, one of the top five stadium venues that you have to visit." There's Wrigley, and there's Brian Denny. So if you never had a chance to go to a game in Alabama, it's it's definitely. I know Ohio State. Oh no, no, it's, I'm, it's, gonna give, I'm give, no, I'm giving you credit, man. I, it ain't just Ohio State. You're right. There's just some stadiums that you know, as as a sports fan, mm-hmm. you want to get a chance to try to go there if you ever can. And particularly if there's a big game like this one, it's crazy. Oh, to be in that. Listen, let, let me tell you something. The experience, Mac, eight hundred dollars ain't nothing for the experience because the people that are there, if if the game turns out the way we think it should be, That's a damn good game down, come down to the right. wire. That'll be worth more than eight hundred dollars. Right. So I, I price. Well, well, since you put it like that, uh, I'm thinking about going down there. I'll do break an autograph. Off, I'll do ahead, an autograph off, session. Man. I'll be down on Denny Chime. You got it, man. So ahead, uh, I'll, off, be, I'll man. be signing autographs for the fans. So if you're out there, I'm thinking I'm gonna make that up. Uh, try to get my son down there and see if we can raise some money. I'll be down there with my cans. Uh, I'll be down there with some autograph. You gonna make a prediction? You gonna make a prediction? Uh, I'm not gonna make a prediction yet. You know, it's, it's kind of early. Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna win the it's game. It's a bye week. You gotta buy. We're gonna win. I ain't worried about points. Oh, so that's prediction you well, well, oh alabama's gonna win oh. that's that's the national championship what's today's day today is the uh mark that it? show mark that show monk mark this show yeah we're gonna win show. we're gonna uh, trent's gonna rush for 100 Ooh. uh you know obviously I, I like the young man and uh, his foot a little messed up a little bit he okay? he's good oh he's good he's good he's good he's good he'll be he'll be real good so uh my man's trent's gonna do real good my man's hit me up. We got one minute till we close the show up, but I definitely appreciate Anthony Padilla calling in as well as the rest of the callers. Definitely appreciate Michelle for calling in. Give everybody your information about your website. And hey, when before can... she go, let me do that E A G L E S. My man's supposed to call in. He didn't call in Sean Young. He like busts his blood vessels when he does it. So give everybody your website address uh, so they can get in contact with you is what you're doing as well. Uh, the website is www.facetofaceevents.net. Um, our next event is actually the Pacquiao Marquez 3 fight viewing party at the Tilted Kilt downtown. Um, we also have the Boxing Media's Choice Awards coming up at the end of December. Um, so we'll be updating the website as more comes along. That's what's up. So I definitely appreciate you being in the studio. You're more than welcome to come back in. I know you got a couple of events that will be coming up, so I'll continue to pump those as well. I'll be in town for, I think, a couple more weeks until I have to hit back on the road uh, working with my boys from Junior Rank Sports. So make sure you check out our website at juniorrank.com and what we have going on. I'm excited about that. As well as my website, I know I don't really talk about it as much, but it is good. My man Brent Thomas is always hooking it up. It's always live. It's always fresh. You can check that out at hardhittingradio.com, H-A-R-D-H-I-T-T-I-N. It's a big week this week. Everybody out there that's in Philly or if you're out there in that team in Texas, Eagles about to beat the brakes off y'all fools because that's how we go. Go, it's going down. Mike Vick's going for 200, 2,000, two G's. Woo woo. That's DMX, baby. It's how we ride. So definitely appreciate everybody out there. Make sure you have a good weekend. Don't drink a drive. Give us to the Hard Hitting Radio on the Voice of America Sports. USC. Fight on, huh? That's my son right there. You have to throw a little plug in for USC. All right, beat down. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, come in, Byron Evans. We give you for peace and the joy on every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. If it's
pushing, feeling. We're playing the curtain, everyone is for a season. Feelings are 